Hello, Tameside and the rest of the internet. My name is Xander Langwiston, back with you with another instalment of Xander's Movie Podcast. This time, it's it's a little bit different, you know. It to be fair, it probably sounds the same as the as the last few have because I've been you know using the same like microphone, but now it's that's my own my own microphone. I've got a very special guest uh, today because we're in lockdown. <laughs> Because of uh, that gosh darn coronavirus, so I've got a very. You know why you're in lockdown. You know. (laughs) So I've got explaining. So I've got a special guest. It's me, Dad. How are you doing, Dad? I'm all right, thank you, Xander. How are you? I'm okay, thanks. We're talking as if we haven't spent every waking moment together for the past two weeks. Yes. (laughs) It's been fun. So yeah, basically the news is everything's been cancelled. Absolutely everything. Why? Uh, probably because of the coronavirus. We know why! <laughs> I was being you're, facetious. You're, you're a little bit triggered about the news, aren't you? <laughs> they don't everything that gets cancelled is, oh, it's been postponed because of the coronavirus. We know why everything is cancelled. <laughs> you need to stay in because of the coronavirus. We know why we need to stay in. We're not idiots. Well, actually, some people are idiots. <laughs> Okay, I'll take that back. Well, this, this, this is a warm-up because you're going to get a lot more angry as this podcast goes I on. I know. I know what we're going to talk about. Um, yeah, a ton of movies have been cancelled. And at first, um, like the last episode of the podcast, uh, at that point, only James Bond had been cancelled, or, well, postponed. So we we there was a part of me that was thinking, oh, maybe this is a you know, a ploy because it's not very good and they want to work on it. But no, it this actually is a huge thing and James Bond was actually the a trendsetter. So, you know, shout out to James Bond for doing that. Go Daniel Craig. But since then, literally everything else until um, August has been cancelled. So no movies are coming out, it seems, until August. Uh, but there are some uh, films that are coming out early on, like on digital so, like, Sonic the Hedgehog comes out next week. Um, Bloodshot came out. That came out in cinemas. And then a week later, it was on iTunes. Trolls World Tour. Trolls World Tour is the first movie to exclusively be released on uh, on demand. Which is pretty crazy. Uh, the Invisible Man is on demand. Onward is on Disney Plus in America. So it's only a matter of time until till that comes here. Um, yeah, it's it's a crazy time. So, obviously, no new releases to talk about. Not really, because I do not want to watch Bloodshot, so we're not doing <laughs> we're not doing that. Um, but I figured, you know, before we all sort of had a panic about this pandemic, um, I did have a pod a few podcasts planned um, back with the rest of the Farndale boys. We had a zombie film um, podcast planned. I I watched about eight zombie movies, and it really took a toll. We also then decided we were going to do a Justice League podcast where we roast that movie and then... Why? What's wrong with that movie? It's so bad. We're not discussing this now. Um, I thought that would be a great starting point for a new series where if I don't have an idea for that week, I just watch a really bad comic book movie and get someone on to watch it with me. And uh, so this is, in my head, the second part of that but really, this is the first part of that. I don't understand that. Like, in my head, I because I watched Justice League in preparation for that podcast, made notes and everything, but the podcast never happened. 
I see. So, so in my head, this is the second one of those, but this is actually really the first one. I'm honoured. And really, what a way to kick off. Because today, I've talked about it enough, and my love for this movie. Um, we are... <laughs> We are doing Hellboy 2019. Be my king. We belong together, you and I. We do, but it's not gonna work, you know, because I'm a Capricorn and you're fucking nuts! We're going to go through... Even through the internet, people just heard me roll my eyes. Um, We watched this movie a couple of days ago, and now we're just going to roast the hell out of it. If you haven't seen it, um, it it is on Netflix in the UK. So, I mean, I highly doubt anyone outside of the UK is listening to this. If so, howdy! G'day, mate! Because everyone outside the UK talks like a Texan. Yeah, or, or in a, everyone, or, everyone talks like Exotic Joe, like Joe Exotic. <laughs> Joe Exotic, <laughs> Carol Baskin. Yeah, we'll get onto that. <laughs> get onto that. Um, it, so, if you do want to watch it uh, before watching this, listening to this podcast, because we are going to spoil everything about this movie because it's terrible. It's so bad. Um, so, if you do want to watch it, head on over to Netflix, watch it on there, then come back. Um, Although, there is part of me that wants to recommend, just listen to this, because out of context, this might sound insane. What this podcast is about to be might sound insane. So I figured we'd just do like a play-by-play of the whole movie and go over all of the bad points. It is going to be tricky because I've done my level best to block it block it out of, of my existence. That's understandable. Because it was that bad. It was pretty bad. Really that bad. There were some redeeming features, but on the whole, there were. Yeah. on the whole, I would rank it alongside uh, Thor: The Dark World and yeah. The Room. And the, room. the Room is this like there's Thor: <laughs> The Dark World and Hellboy, and then fifty feet of <laughs> and then The Room. <laughs> the Room is a uh, it's very special. Um, so let's just from the bat from the from the get go, this movie kicks off. With a bang, it um the opening line to this movie is we start in the dark ages and they were known as the dark ages for good reason. It's like there's so much swearing in this movie. It's like they've taken Ian uh, Ian McShane's character out of what was that western series he did? Uh, oh, he did a western series. Deadwood. Deadwood. That was it. And he just swore from beginning to end. It's like they just got his character out of that and, and brought him into, just dropped him into this. Yeah, basically. It's, it's just horrific. Uh, just, oh, see, oh, you get me going already. Oh, you get me going already because straight away, oh, the dark. <laughs> so we opened on like 12.56, is it? Or before that? Is it The year 500. Is it the year 500? Yeah. Which is roughly around the time when King Arthur was is alleged to have been been around. Yeah, there was no King Arthur. Let's be clear about that. King Arthur never existed. There was a warlord. There's uh, some evidence that there may have been a warlord called Arthur who kept the Sax- invading Saxons at bay for a little bit. But he wasn't king. There was no Round Table. There was no Excalibur. There was no Merlin. 
<laughs> and I know this because I've read up on this a lot. I've got a big thing for the legend of King Arthur. But you've got to accept it's just a story. 517 AD. That's when we open up. So, in this, I'm, I've got the plot up on Wikipedia. So I figured we'd just read through this and stop at moments of... Uh, sure. <laughs> where we want to question anything. Or if we have a humorous comment. <laughs> so, um, in 517 AD, the evil blood queen, Vivian Nimue, unleashed the plague on England... Until King Arthur thwarts her with the aid of Ganida, a member of her coven. I don't even remember this. <laughs> yeah, because they're the witches that from the end, aren't they? From it's, the end? Yeah, when she comes back and she there's three women. Oh, yeah, and yeah, she, and she, she like she twists, them twists them up. And... That was pretty gnarly. What are you, a surfer? Sort of? Was it gnarly? <laughs> Tubular. Uh, okay. Yes, it was, it was pretty gnarly. Yeah. Um... Uh, well, yeah, that, that's them, isn't it? The opening scene, by the way, is all in black and white until Nimue shows up at all of the blood and her gown is all in red, which is a decent visual. The blood queen. Yeah. She is the blood queen. On Pendle Hill. On Pendle Hill. Yeah. That isn't Pendle Hill. <laughs> it's not Pendle Hill. Pendle Hill is quite distinctive. There's, on the top, there are no trees. It's a, it's a hill. It's a big hill. Yeah, but in this, a big plot point is that there is a big tree there. Yeah, a huge tree. <laughs> and there are massive... It's like a mountain. It's like going up a mountain. It is like going up a mountain. There's massive, jagged rocks sticking out of it. No, it's not Pendle Hill. It's not like that. <laughs> so yeah, there's issues there. Um, I can overlook that, because how many people around the world are going to know that that's not Pendle Hill? Yeah, fair enough. So, okay. Hmm. Um, so then, Arthur cuts her head off and cuts her arms off, and all the blood goes into this big tree. I don't know why yeah. or how. Um, and then her head carries on talking. Had her head does carry on talking while it's been cut off, yeah. and they get put in box and she yeah, they she put gets, her in she boxes. Gets, uh, her arms and legs get cut off. Yeah, put in separate boxes. Her torso gets put in a separate box, and her head gets put in a separate box, and they get given to horsemen. Um, and Merlin puts like a spell on them so that like someone only a holy man can un- can unlock them yes uh, and then they are sent off to the far corners of, of, of Britain yes to be hidden and all the horsemen ride off in the same direction <laughs> yeah they do they do but to be fair like it's it's not a good visual if you say we sent five horsemen and then you there's only two it, you could have done it from above <laughs> going off in different directions you're right you're right there you're right you could have done it with a, a spinning camera move you should have made this movie but they just all ran off in the same direction they're just all going south basically aren't they because everyone knows at that time up north you were nothing but savages yeah of course oh, the eat gravy up there what, what are they playing at no I mean even further north oh right in Scotland Scotland yeah north of the wall was, was pretty grim at that point yeah you know picks and I'm not sure if the picks were around at that time but certainly uh, pretty savage anyway Yes. So maybe they just wanted to go south because it was a bit nicer. Maybe. Then, opening thing. Hellboy. Da-da-da. Movie starts. It's present day, um, 2019. And we're in Mexico. In Tijuana. And Mexico, and Hellboy's driving a car. And over the phone, you can hear him and his dad having a chat about the fact that Hellboy is in Mexico to save one of their agents... Because he was investigating a nest of vampires, and then he went missing three weeks ago, 
And then Hellboy's like, oh, don't worry, I'll be fine. <laughs> and then his phone, he he tries to hang up and it smashes. It does. Kind of a, a slightly humorous running gag. But the thing is, his phone is up and it's the iPhone, but it says that he hasn't answered the phone yet. So he says you can either accept this call or decline it. And he's been talking on it for ages. And he hits decline. I hadn't noticed that. I hadn't noticed It's just, that's lazy. That's what that is. That's lazy. Because then they use the same clip later on when he tries when he tries to decline the phone again. Mm. So it's like, that's, that's lazy, that. That's what that is. But by the way, this was meant to come out in January of 2019. But it got delayed until April. Which is weird. Is that relevant? Just the fact that it was delayed for seemingly no reason. Oh, not and nothing to do with the, they wanted an up-to-date phone or anything? No. Just it seemed weird that you injected that. Just, the, just that they had an extra three months to sort of maybe change these things. Uh, they just didn't. Okay. Laziness. Yeah, so he finds that. He, so he, he's talking to his dad about trying to find this guy. Then he goes in to this bar, this wrestling place. Mm. And then this guy's fighting some other guy. Mm. And then he's a bit of Mexican wrestling. Bit of Mexican wrestling. And then he points out Hellboy and Hellboy takes over his mask. Big reveal. <gasps> it's David Harbour. Who, let's do this now, actually kind of good in this. He's, he's, when I said earlier that there are some redeeming features, but basically he's it. Isn't he, he is, he's yeah. the redeeming feature. Yeah, he's, he's really good in the role. Yeah. He's really, he makes these funny little comments that yeah. are clearly not in the script because this script is so stupid. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> So bad, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's charismatic. You know, you you would probably want to go for a drink with him. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'd go for a drink with sort of Hitler at the moment. I'm that desperate to get out of there. <laughs> you know. Good lord. <laughs> maybe, maybe not Hitler. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Well, you know, certainly a bad person. You know, Charles Manson. At least to be female company. But, yeah. So then, <laughs> so they get up, they, and he and he leans into the the wrestling arena and says like, "Hey, Ruiz, whatever, some Raul. vague Mexican name." Raul. It was it was Ruiz. Oh. It was Ruiz. Agent Ruiz. Agent Ruiz. Esteban Ruiz. So it's the most Mexican name you can find. Certainly, certainly Hispanic. Hammers. <laughs> <laughs> um. He so he leans in and then says exactly what we've already been told, like, "Hey, I'm here to find you. You you were investigating Vanessa Vampires about three weeks ago, and now you've stopped talking. Where are you?" It's, that's double exposition. You double dipping the exposition. What? Why are you, we you need doing basil this? In there, don't we? You need some basil exposition. <laughs> what? Like, what is the point? They've clearly not thought that that initial scene was enough for them to, for the audience to understand what was going on, which is ridiculous. And then added this extra scene before that to explain what was happening, which then just elongates the movie. And you're like, yeah, we know this already. Get going. Ah, I see. Then they have a bit of a scrap, a bit of a tussle. A bit of a tussle. Yeah. And the Mexican wrestler turns into a huge bat. He does turn into a huge bat. Which was unexpected. Because <laughs> he, he was wearing a mask. He was wearing a mask. And then he turns into a bat. He turns into a big bat. And they have a bit more of a tussle. And then he throws him on a... What looked like a kind of rounded piece of wood. ring post, isn't it? Yeah, the ring post. But it if, looked... If, if any of people listening now have, have seen wrestling... Yeah. 
Where the, the rings, the corners of the ring. Yes. Where the ropes are tied to keep them all square. Yes. The ring post. Yes. It's, he... it's, it's probably purposefully not very sharp. Yes, definitely. Yeah. 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 He then throws him a man who now has wings <laughs> onto said post and it impales him and goes right through his chest. Yeah. Happen, happens to be wooden. Yes. And goes right through him. Yes. <laughs> Um, so Ruiz dies and says that like oh the end is coming in Mexican blah 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 there's, you know just incidentally there's no such language as Mexican <laughs> in Spanish he says in Spanish <laughs> you know just to be correct on these kind of things my word we're, we're in the second paragraph of this by the way um call <laughs> yourself in yeah can I have a biscuit so, while we talk yeah go for it do what you want I don't care. <laughs> We're in quarantine. Enjoy yourself. Live your best life. So, Ruiz's dying words are like, the end is coming. So then Hellboy thinks, oh, well, it's the apocalypse. Okay. He goes back to the BPRD. B- BPRD, which is their headquarters. You know, with the sword hand thing. Uh, I'm sure it's the same emblem for the first two movies. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing as well. I said this to you. It's the same logo. Like, for the film, the film logo, the film title is in the exact same font as the original. Has that got something to do with the comic book, though? Well, yeah, but you can still change the logo. You can still change the font. The font is the same. It, that just also seems like blatant laziness. Mm. <laughs> so, um... Get the feeling if they could have got John Hurt back, they would have. Yeah. Then there's a really gross scene where he's shaving his horns. That was really gross. Yeah, he's filing them. I didn't need to see that. And Hellboy's got, like, no shirt on. And he's got all this back hair. But it's, like, one streak of black hair. Back, black hair. Back hair. It is black back hair. It is black back hair. But it's, it's so unnecessarily gross. It's just grotty. Like, this, this universe doesn't it, it's not a clean cut superhero universe where everyone's like chiseled it's gross it's gritty yeah, it is. i mean there's how many other superheroes swear all the time i guess but like in this as well when the later on when the girl summons the spirits through her mouth they look gross like out of context that is insane that is an insane sentence but like there's goo dripping from her mouth and stuff Aside from the horrible CGI, man. Do you know what that looks like? What? In There's a film from, I think it's the 90s, mid-90s, called The Abyss. With the James Cameron one? Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio and Ed Harris. Ed Harris, right? yeah. And there's a bit in that where the water come. They're in an un- underwater uh, lab, like an oil rig, but it's underwater. Yeah. And there's a like a pool, an open pool in one of the... Um, one of the compartments that leads straight into the sea. Right. Because it's above it, then the water doesn't water can't travel up on its own. Okay? Yeah. So like when you put a cup into the water upside down, water won't go into the cup. Okay? Right. So you've got this open space with the sea, right? And they are hundreds of feet under the under the surface of the water. And it's about aliens if you've not seen it. And there's one bit where the alien comes and it just presents it, it manifests as the water and it comes up as a giant sort of cylindrical worm, I suppose. Right. And goes exploring, stays connected with the sea and yeah. just goes exploring through this rig. 
right? And at the time, it was like, oh my God, that's incredible. The effects were amazing. If you watch it now, the effects are still amazing. Yeah. Because you can see the ripples in it, it distorts the light and everything. It's fantastic. That scene reminded me of that, except gross. Because it was coming out of her mouth. That was such a long journey. That was such a long journey (laughs) to get to that very minute point. I'm sure you've seen that. But it was like gross because she was clearly gagging. She was gagging. Clearly gagging (laughs) as though she's throwing up. The CGI was horrific. (laughs) And it's a person. It's a person. What kind of medium does that? It's just, it's wrong on countless levels. What's wrong with a bit of phantom writing, automatic writing? Get with yeah. the message. Yeah. You know, just appear on the corner of your eye. There's no need to spew somebody up. A full person who is still attached to her gullet. Yeah, it was, we've not even got to that part I yet. Got but... to that part, so yeah, carry on. Um, so then his dad tells him like, oh, my old friend's from the Osiris Club. In England. Osiris. Osiris. They have a giant problem. What problem? Giants. <laughs> they have a giant problem. What problem? Giant. I'm going to leave both in. <laughs> Just for emphasis. Just for emphasis. Yes, they, they have a problem with giants. Because apparently giants roamed the land. Uh, oh, yeah. By the way, this movie's super boring. Like, this conversation that he has with his dad goes on for so long that he travels to England to meet the Osiris Club and they have an origin story of their own. And that is so boring. Yeah. And it doesn't say how he gets to England. I think he just, like, flies He con- just, just flies, flies to England. Wait. Gets a taxi. Um, he does get a taxi at one point. Does so he? We're, I'm, I'm sure he did. Because I said to you, oh, he's out in the open in this film. He does, the, he does get an attack film, to At the beginning, it's all secret and his yeah. existence is denied. But he does actually just get a black cab at one point in this He does, yeah. That's film. when he's in London, when he's going to this manor. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so he gets there, they tell him everything, and that's it's super boring. And he finds out that in his origin was that he came up from, uh, from hell where the 3D Nazi, the 3D glasses Nazi was there. And potentially ras- rah rah Rasputin, Russia's greatest love machine, um, and a a <laughs> the legendary Nazi hunter. Oh, the lobster! The lobster, the lobster, lobster Johnson. Lobster Johnson, legendary. <laughs> Which, by the way, I know he's he's a character in the comics. Whatever, in the movie, that comes out of no. nowhere. It is the most random thing. She's talking like this woman, Lady Lady Hatton. Pfft. Lady Hatton is talking about like, oh, and then all oh, these people were here. Um, oh, that's oh, that Lizzie Ten, isn't it? Yeah. Medium. Yeah. She's like, uh, oh, all these people are around here and the 3D Nazi is over there and Ra Ra Rasputin is over there. He's just a Nazi with 3D glasses, but on the red one, it's got a swastika. It was so strange. But it also had that guy um, from the... uh, the Yeah, the clockwork guy. guy. Yeah, the clockwork guy. Maybe that was just an Easter egg. Potentially. Um, And she said, like, yes, and all, all was dark. All, All was dark in the world 
And then Lobster Johnson turns up, and it's Thomas Hayden Church. He's got a giant lobster claw on his chest, and he comes in and just shoots everyone. It's it is it's like a fever dream. It's like, the world is gonna end, boys, but don't worry, the lobster is here. It's like, he's he's real American as well. He's like, get off your horse and drink your milk. What is John Wayne? Who never said that? He never said that. Um, Yeah, and then he finds out that his dad was actually meant to murder him, and he didn't. Oh no, who cares? I don't. So then, it cuts to... um, Incidentally, again, in the first film, when you get the bit of origin, it's a very young man. Because it's 1940s. Yes, and it then is. The, and it comes to present day, and it's an old man. It's, it's an John old man, Hurt. John Hurt. In this film, it's Ian McShane who finds him. Yes. And Ian McShane, who's his dad. Yes. And there's no ageing. No, they do. I'm sure they explain it like there's a curse or something on the Osiris Club. Because none of them age. They're all the same age. Ah, right. Maybe I missed that bit then. Yeah, I think I missed it as well. Fancy that. But there you go. Then it cuts to a... I d- apparently this pig, the man bear pig, is called Grugat, Grugach, Grugach. Man, ba- I'm just gonna call him man bear pig. Oh, the scouse one. Yeah, man bear pig. So, so man bear pig is being advised by that creepy evil dead woman, the deadite, and she's like, "Oh, you need to get Nimway's limbs back together. You need to." Play Jigsaw with her and stick and you don't just jump together. Today. We're in the Osiris Club a minute ago. Yeah, this happens in between that. Oh, right, okay. Well, according to Wikipedia, it does. Take it, take it up with them. So then, um, the Osiris Club go out on the hunt for the, for, the, for, the, for the giants. And the giants eat bone marrow. They can't get enough of it, apparently. Can't get enough of the bone marrow. Bone marrow. Tasty human bone marrow. Yeah, and nobody ever sees these giants. Nobody ever sees them. They rampage across the English countryside. They do, because they destroy a house. They, destroy a they house. leave a big pile of bodies. Yeah. And like everyone's like, yeah, whatever, yeah. giants, who cares? Nobody ever sees it. So then we get to a point, we get to a bridge where they're going to trap them. And then the Osiris Club <gasps> betrays Hellboy. And one of them stabs him in the back, literally and metaphorically. And like he gets stabbed about seven times, I think. If not more. If not more, there were there were lots of stabbings, lots of stabbings. and yes. like electrocute him. He gets pierced a lot. He just gets pierced a lot. Yes, um, and he doesn't die. He's not dead. He like, but then he's about to get his head chopped off by the big man with the big deer head. Yeah, and it looks like an extra from Wicker Man. Wicker Man. Yes, another extra from Wicker Man. We'll Wicker get back. Man. We'll get back to that. The Wicker Man. Wicker Man. Um, then. Suddenly, he's about to pass out, and you see a big club whack the other guy, and then Hellboy passes out. And then it cuts to... We should mention that this happens next to a river. This does happen next to a river. At that point, when he's about to get clubbed, he's in the river. He's in the river. At the bottom of a bank, under a bridge. Bridge, banking... River. river that goes underneath the bridge. Yes. I think that's very important that we point that out. Yes. We'll get... It all happens in a river. We'll, we'll get back to this. Um, when you're ready. Yeah. 
I'm reading my notes, because my notes... I think my notes are in order. Uh, my notes are in order. I thought you were reading this off Wikipedia. I know, but I've also got my notes, uh-huh. in case there's something funny. Um, oh, have you? Excellent. Um, one of my notes is, why is Hellboy acting like his dad is terrible when in the last scene they seemed all fine? Yeah, that first scene when they were when he was like shave, t- filing his horns. Because he's found out his dad was there to kill him. Yeah, I know, but like before that, he's just like, oh, my dad's terrible. Oh, I hate my dad. But yeah, his that's dad's... Just, that's just normal dad stuff. Son dad stuff. Yeah. His to- dad's trying to tell him what to do all yeah, the time. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but he gets mad with his dad because his dad was there to kill him and he's never told him ah well there you go then Pfft, what do I know and then oh we missed the part where the man bear pig breaks into that um cathedral or whatever the monastery uh, the monastery and kills all of the monks that have taken a devout vow of, vow of silence, vow of silence. Yeah. and like <laughs> the way he kills them is hilarious it's meant to be like gruesome and gory and like oh my god no he's killing all these monks it's just hilarious he like kicks the door open it squishes one of them one of them's cowering away and you just see him and then you see shadows of all these monks running in like oh my god what's going on and he just like rips them apart like throwing guts everywhere it's ridiculously over violent really is really Really is is. but then how because he needs the 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 words of a holy man to open the the box yes do you remember that's, this bit? That's the next scene. And the vow, the monk has taken a vow of silence. Yeah. So what's, and he has a little blackboard. He does have a little blackboard. And he, and he it's very adorable. It, very adorable. And um, he writes on that. Uh, <laughs> so the man pig, the scouse man pig. The man bear pig. Man bear pig. The scouse man bear pig. Rips out his tongue. But question and though. voice box. Question though. Question. Why? On God's green earth, why would why would you not just break the vow of Silas for thirty seconds and help this beast get what he wants, so you could not die after he's killed literally everyone else you know? You do have to wonder, um, but yeah, can continue because then you wouldn't have had the uh, hilarious scene of him ripping off the monk's jaw, tongue, and larynx, swallowing it. And then speaking in the monk's voice. Not just speaking in the monk's voice, then imitating him yeah. with the shaky Wallace hands and the yeah. eyes. The, the eyes. eyes go as well. The like, eyes, oh, I don't know what to do. Grob yeah. it. Like, what is happening? Yeah. Why is he doing this? He's is... all grovelly, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts to he's at. Um, he then takes. He, like, he opens it and it's Nimue's head. head. Mila Jojovic. Vojovic. Vojovic. Yeah, that one. I didn't realise it was her. Yeah, yeah, it is her. Oh, right. um, and then the next scene, I think I've skipped... I've not I've not skipped the giants yet. I've not. Because this is definitely before. Uh, the man-bear-pig goes... He's like She's watching telly. Isn't oh, she? Oh, and he's sewing her up. He's like... No, not that's not yet. Oh, that's right. a later scene. Oh, I see. And she and he walks in. He's like, "Oh, I thought I'd get you some food." And 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 he he's got a box of Jaffa cakes, and he says, you, "You'll be amazed at what people throw away these days." Kooky, oh, kooky. And ah, I cannot, yes. I cannot, for the life of me, understand whether he said the things people throw away that's kooky, or whether he's asking her if she wants a cookie. 
because that also... Well, the, again, there's a number of things wrong with this. Yes. He's supposed to be English. He wouldn't call a Jaffa cake a kooky. You wouldn't. He's not from Yorkshire. He wouldn't call a biscuit a kooky. He wouldn't no, call he... a cookie a kooky. No, he wouldn't. He'd call it a cookie. He'd call it a cookie. But he'd call a Jaffa cake a biscuit. It... Because that's what people call Jaffa cakes, even though they are cakes. They are cakes. Thank you. I was but nervous there for a second. But for the purpose of a, of a film and a, a universal sort of audience around the world... He would call it a biscuit. He would call he's it a biscuit. He's not, he's not going to call it a cookie. And no. he's certainly not going to call it a cookie. No. So He's not from the heart of Lancashire or South York. So that's why a part of me is thinking, he said, that's kooky. The things that people throw away these days. Kooky. Like, they are kooky but people. It's, it's too it's too close because he says kooky as he's offering the Jaffa cakes. He does. And they're not even McVitie's Jaffa cakes. They're not. I mean, I mean, let's they're off-brand they're, Jaffa they're cakes. They're off-brand Jaffas. They're some little Jaffa cakes, then. Not like little, like as in little or Aldi. Basically the same. They've got the same letters, haven't they? Yeah. Almost. Um, <laughs> this this is what I wrote for that note. I wrote, the man bear pig just called a Jaffa cake a kooky. Kill me, please. <laughs> so then, Hellboy wakes up in this river. Remember, he's in the river. At the, bo- in the river. at the bottom of the banking. And then he's met. He walks, walks up, up walks up the bank and sees like, oh, there are the giants and they've eaten all three, the people. He sees the two giants. Two he giants, sees two giants, yes. 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 Um, and they're like munching on some bone marrow. Pretty gross. Pretty and then he gross. says, hang on, there's two. Where's the third one? And the third one is behind him. He goes, rah! And it hits the ground. He rolls away. And suddenly the river disappears. The banking disappears. The bridge disappears. We're in an open field. It just all vanishes. It just all vanishes. As if by magic. Where does it go? I don't know. <laughs> and then they have this attempted a one shot, which to be fair, I'll give them the Jews. They attempt a one shot where he takes out these three giants. Yeah. It's fun. Unfortunately, the CGI is horrendous. It is. It is so bad. It is. It's like watching a Transformers movie fight. But, like, the Transformers, at least, the CGI is good. Yeah, but not when they're all fighting each other so close together you can't tell what's going on. Yeah, no. That's what this is like. And, like... <laughs> he, This is why he's the saving grace of this movie. Because in this fight scene, on the terrible green screen that's behind him, because he's so out of place, and the horrible-looking giants, he's there making humorous comments. And he actually, like, makes you think... Hang on, maybe I'm having fun here. I wouldn't go that far. Maybe it makes me think, oh, maybe I don't want to kill myself. Yeah. Maybe I don't want to pull out of my own eyes and pour salt into the open wounds. <laughs> um, so then, yeah, he fights off these giants. He, there's so much blood as well. Like He cuts one of their legs off. And it's like that scene in Kill Bill, you know, where she cuts that... Um, woman's arm off and it sprays for ages and she wiggles it about it's like that it's why do I seem to remember there was a um, bone tomahawk moment in one of these when somebody gets is it one of the monks who gets pulled apart by the legs probably it must be or like one of them gets like torn in half yeah but upside down holding by the legs and just pulled oh I don't remember that yeah you would you would have said something because that brings it back some horrible bit, memories. It did make me a bit sick. 
Yeah. But it's I over. The time there was a bone tomahawk. It's so overly violent, though. It's so unnecessary. A bone tomahawk? Yes. No, this. Don't bone tomahawk's a fantastic movie. It's really it is. Um, so then. <laughs> one of the things I wrote here is um, <laughs> when the music came on, I said, This is like. And the the giant fight was going on. I wrote, This is every metal listener's wet dream. <laughs> I'm not going to. <laughs> Because it is, it just, it's so grungy. It's the imagery, man. You wouldn't get it, bro. It's, it's not the imagery I want. <laughs> um, then this woman finds Hellboy. We don't know how. She just finds him. Which woman? The woman, the, the girl. No, he finds her. Oh, no, she, she does. She turns up, doesn't she? She just turns She's up. She's a medium. Oh, all right, whatever. Yeah, sure. She's a medium. She finds him. Then she. Then he's in her house. And this is when you realise that not only is the CGI bad, not only is the script bad, um, not only is everything else bad, but also the accents are pretty, pretty atrocious as well. Because this girl has potentially one of the worst British accents I've heard on film. I I don't know what she was trying to be. Me neither. And, I mean, we'll get to him later, but the other guy who comes into it, who at one point has an uber British accent and then at one point he sounds quite Irish I'm sure he sounds Australian at a point as well very possibly yeah it's uh, it's rough uh, anyway. so then um, I don't know what happened to the, the other people she was with she was with a group of people there seemed to be a group yeah, yeah but they all disappeared when they've taken this demo- demonic sort of being yeah. back to her flat in London this without, is without being seen this is the moment where she, he, he's like in a haze, and he and he says to himself the last words that Ruiz said to him, which are in Spanish, and she says to him, "Uh, Google Translate, please," which is when you realise that this movie was clearly written by a forty-year-old man who doesn't know how kids speak. I'm I'm a forty-year-old man, so I don't understand. What's wrong with that. <laughs> People don't say that. Uh, Google Translate, please. Right. That's not how people speak at all. That is that may be one of my least favorite lines in this whole movie. Okay. It winds me up so much. I'm going to take your word for that. <laughs> um, Maybe it was just blatant then, placement. Then you find out Man Bear Pig's origins. Yes. It, maybe that's a little bit later on. We'll do it now. Man Bear Pig basically stole, imitated this little girl when she was a baby. She was stolen by fairies and he was, she, re, he was the replacement. Yeah, and Hellboy is brought in. Oh, there's a special name for it. I can't remember. This this wasn't mentioned in the film, by the way. This is just an Angelina Jolie movie where she's, her son's gone missing and she's giving him back and she says, it's not my son. Oh, what's it called? Is it Salt? No, obviously not. Is it Mr. and Mrs. Jones? Just, Smith. Um, Google Angelina Jolie movies while you're on. But there's a legend, right? That fairies come and... Is it Lara Croft? No. Is it Maleficent? No. Is it Maleficent Mistress of Evil? I'm going to punch you. Girl Interrupted? No. The Tourist? No. Original Sin? No. Wanted? No. Gia? No. Changeling? Changeling. 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 Right, so, the legend is, 
Yeah. Fairies come and steal babies. Okay. But so you don't realise, they will put another baby in its place. Yeah. And that's called a changeling. And it's right. basically a small demon. Yeah. Right? It's a demon. But magic makes it look like your baby. But they said parents can tell because obviously this baby grows up demonic and horrible and things like that. Yeah. Okay. So that's that. And it does get explained in the film. Okay. It does because uh, the Hellboy comes, doesn't he? Yeah, and, he does. And the fairies, and he says, if, if, if that's not a clean diaper, I'm coming after you. Yeah. Yeah. So it does get explained what happened there. And that's. So the, the, the man bear pig. Was a change. I'm loving that you're calling it the man bear pig. I want to call him scouse pig. Suppose that's quite derogatory. Yeah, it would. It is. In that scene as well, like he realizes that that's not a baby. It's a man bear pig baby. It's a changeling. That it's a man bear pig baby, and then the thing just starts screaming obscenities at him. So he says like, "Ah, you this! Ah, you ah, ah!" Like every other word, it's like he's Sean Bean. So every other word is it's like what what there's no need is there thank you um that wasn't a high five by the way <laughs> it sounds like a high five um that was under being admonished for the language yes yes father. which i do not approve sorry father um this is when she this is when nimway is like stitched back together and then that's fine. And then you realise why he's doing it because he wants revenge. She's promised him. Yes. Uh, what? Like I don't know what his final him. form, I guess. Like he gets to evolve like a Pokemon. Right. Yeah, because at the end he's just bigger, isn't he? Yeah. All right. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I don't have to read through this now. Oh yeah. So then, when the 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 BPRD come in and find Hellboy. And they break in, and it's it's his dad. And then he says, like, oh, what the hell? They tried to betray me. And he's like, well, that's not my fault. Sorry about that. Let's, you know, it's because Nimway's coming back, or whatever. Or the apocalypse is coming. Yeah, and he's he's going to be part of the apocalypse. Yeah. Hellboy is going to bring the apocalypse. Yeah. And this is where we meet the, uh, the other man. The M11 agent, Ben Dymo, but Dymo. Ben, Ben something, Ben Daimio, 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 Ben Daimio. I thought it was dime, like dime bar. Yeah. Can you pause it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Oh yeah, go for it. What? Who took a break? Not us. Nuh-uh. M11. Agent. Oh, yes. Ben Daimio. He certainly has an accent and it's terrible. He has several accents. He has several accents. And him and Hellboy do not like each other. They Straight do not. away, no. Oh, Ooh, they're oh, butting heads. Ooh. Oh, there's tension. Oh, yes. Oh, Ooh, plot. Oh. Oh. You oh. can see the conflict. Oh, for seemingly no reason. Um, then they, they, they have to go back to the Osiris Club because they've been told that they've all been killed. So they go back there, and Man Bear Pig has been on a rampage trying to find one of Nimue's bits. Yeah. Yeah, and that's when they get there, and we see the... The, 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 the spewing. The spewing. The spewing yeah. ghost. I think the, the girl who who's 
obviously she's come with them now. The girl who found yeah. Hellboy in the field after his fight with giants, who came from nowhere, and was the changeling. She now has, because she was with the fairies for some time, she now has medium certain powers. powers. Yeah, she's a medium. She's a medium. Yeah. She can talk to the dead. But Yeah, but she doesn't seem to understand her powers because they just give her extra powers throughout this. They do. Like, at the start, it's just like, yeah, I can, I can speak to people. Speak, I can speak yeah, to she, dead people. Because she, she, she's, she, she's, speak, she's speaking to her dead parents. She is. In the she house. Is, yeah. And then when we get there, she's like, oh, maybe I can conjure this person back and conjures them back through her, literally through her esophagus. It is so disgusting. It's... It's dripping. It's She is. It's dripping. How does she not... I mean, my gag reflex isn't the best. If <laughs> that coming out, I'd be retching all over the place. It's like there's a scene in Rick and Morty where Morty's got a, he's possessed by a demon and they, they try and defeat it with love and it starts coming out of his throat and they're trying to give him, like, love. Oh, we love you, Morty. Don't worry. And it starts coming out. It's about halfway out. And then they just, like... God, how long is this thing? Yeah, taking a while here, Morty. And then he starts going back in. He's like, Ooh! <laughs> it, It's like this. I mean, but the medium, well, the, the woman who comes out of her is another medium. It's the medium who told of the um, apocalypse. apocalypse. The boring lady. The boring lady. Uh, who was Lizzie Ten. Yeah. In Doctor Who. In Doctor Who. Um, I'm the bloody queen. I'm bloody queen, I am. <laughs> Um, you were wondering whether or not you should smack me with that, weren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, but she comes out. But it's not as though she just sort of pops out of her mouth. It grows. It does. And it's like a huge snake. I know we're spending a lot of time on this, but like... It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And also, it, it doesn't help that the CGI is terrible. It makes me so wonder it also about, makes it extra creepy. About the intelligence of the people who sat around the table and said, how are we going to do this? <laughs> She could appear, and there's mirrors. She could appear as a fi- as a, a face in the mirror, you know, as though she's in the room, but she's not in the room. So they've got to look in the mirror to see her. That'd be good, I mean, or just a sort of shadow uh, of but, something. But no, I tell you what. What if we turn the girl inside out <laughs> and, turn, and turn her lungs into this into the dead person's face? That sounds like a plan. It's the fact that Neil Marshall, the guy who directed this, had a decent track record. Really. He- yeah, he directed some really good Game of Thrones episode, like the Battle of Blackwater, right? Season two. Okay. That's a really great episode. He directed that. He directed loads of Game of Thrones episodes, really good ones as well. Right. So he had a decent track record going into this. He has no career now. No. This movie has destroyed his career. It's over. <laughs> um. So who's, then, who's the guy who made the room? Tommy Wiseau. Tommy. He has more of a career. Oh yeah, he's still making movies. Yeah. Yeah, he made two movies a couple of years ago. Um, two-parter. It's called Best Friends, Volume 1 and Volume 2. It's him and Greg Sestero. Don't even think about it. Apparently, they're actually half-decent. Is he in them? I think... I'm sure... I think he's like Greg Sestero wrote them or something. Best Friends. Volume... I want to stress, I'm not going to watch them. Oh, the R is in brackets, so it says Best Fiends, but it's Best Friends. Um, I read a book called that when I was little. Best Fiend. Okay, so it's he's Tommy Wiseau is one of the like the main part, but it's directed by some other guy and it's written by Greg Sestero. Right. So he wrote both of them, and Tommy Wiseau is just in them. But he's got a big he's got a movie coming out soon called Big Shark. Wonder what that's about. 
Have you not seen the trailer for this? No. I swear I showed you a trailer for this. No. Okay, this is happening. How's your face? How's your sex life? A foot of water on the street, and suddenly a huge shark can <laughs> swim down. Apparently, it had its premiere in September. Oh in the UK. my god! <laughs> I don't want to live anymore. We're not even halfway through this movie yet, man. <laughs> so then they realize that Man Bear Pig is still in the building, so they've got to go find him. So Hellboy goes and finds him, and he's like, "Hey, it's you." He's like, "Oh, what a what the, uh, what the f are you doing? Uh! And then, like, Nimue shows up in like a hazy dream, and help and Hellboy sees her, and she's like, "You should be. We are meant to be together. I love you and all they this." They hate you. Man. Yeah, and then that... she's driving a wedge between Hellboy and the human race. Yeah, and then Hellboy tries to shoot her, but she disappears, and he accidentally shoots the M11 agent. Ooh. And then oh, he has to oh, so much, so much tension. Oh, oh, it only adds to it. And then and then he like has to stab himself with something because he's like freaking out. He's getting angry. Yeah, he's getting he's like he's going full Mark Ruffalo. Oh, oh. Wonder where they got that idea from. So, <laughs> he's actually also a character in a comic book. So this isn't original. This isn't an original movie. <laughs> well, I know that. <clears throat> so then they get taken to. Um, yeah, then they get taken to the M11 headquarters, which is then a fish and chip shop. It is, with her from EastEnders. With her from EastEnders. Little, I'll need, little more. I need to see some RD, love. Aye, aye. Yeah. What's going on here? Weave a little bit. Weave a little bit. Weave a little bit of blooming luck. <laughs> um, oh, Cockney Sparrow. So then, Damio, Daimio. Damio? Dimebar. M11 man. Dimebar. Dimebar. Dimebar takes them to M11 headquarters before secretly acquiring a special bullet to kill Hellboy. And he has some really cheesy dialogue, really cliche dialogue, because he says, like, this guy's like, oh, you know, you need to aim for the head of the heart. Yeah, he doesn't like, have a heart. No, no, he says, a brain of the heart. He says, oh, well, I'll aim for the heart then. Hellboy's brain is so small, it's too small a target. <laughs> I'm the villain. He's not really the villain. But whatever. Ooh, tension! After an argument with Bruttenholm about his adoption, Hellboy and his dad, Hellboy angrily storms off until he's magically transported. Oh, here we go. I've mentioned this scene far too many times on this podcast. Would you like to describe what happens in the elevator, in the lift? When he gets in the lift? I'm not sure I can remember. 
You know, he, he starts, he, he's, he's going up. Yes. Um, and the lift's going down. Yes. And he just keeps hitting the panel. He does just keep hitting the panel. Saying, and saying, up, I want to go up. I want, and the lift's going down. Yes. And despite it only being a sort of, you know, three-storey yeah. building. It goes down for a it while. It goes down for a long time. And, and you'd think at some point you'd have thought, right, this isn't quite right, this. Um, I can't remember what happened when he but, opened. But then he wakes up and he's out in a weird land. And a house with chicken legs walks up to him and lets him inside. Uh, and he goes yes, in and he's in the, the creepy de- evil dead lady's house. Yeah. Then they and have a bit of... a disturbingly saggy boobs. She does have disturbingly saggy boobs. Yeah. Then she's like... She reminds me of my old math teacher. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, you've no idea. Haunted <laughs> me for years, that vision. You ask Warren next time he's round. In fact, Warren might listen to this. Mrs. Bamford was. There you go. Um, Then, she, yeah, he like, she she wants his eye or something, doesn't she? Yeah, that's the bargain, isn't it? Yeah. He wants something at first, so she says. He he wants Nimue's thing. So then she sits down and eats some human child stew. Yes. Soup. 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 Human child soup. Then they make out. Yeah. And she's got, like, she's clearly not drunken anything for a while. And she's very, like, viscous. Viscous. She, she's, her, her saliva is quite viscous and stringy. Yes, it is. Like, like a good, like a good cheese on a pizza. There you go. Yes. Yes, that's an image. There you go. <laughs> So you know, you put, I didn't suddenly, like, I suddenly not so in, hungry now. Yeah, wasn't into pizza anyway, but no. <laughs> um, then he's like, "Oh, you can't help me out yet because I didn't say when." <laughs> so then they have a bit of a tussle. Yeah, because suddenly she turns into Yoda from uh, <laughs> Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Starts springing about all over the place. Even though before she was like decrepit and yeah. couldn't walk properly, she got like spike, yeah. like spiky spider legs. Yeah. Get a heckles up and watch a go. <laughs> it's heckles, you moron. Heckles, not heckles, 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 smackles. Whatever they are, they're up right now and pointing at you, buddy. <laughs> um. Then he falls out of the house and lands back into the headquarters, inexplicably. And I've forgotten what happens then. Then, oh yeah, he knows where she's going. She tells him where where that Nimue is, that that blood lady is. Blood Queen. The Blood Lady. What, Pendle Hill? Yeah, and then he has to go to Pendle Hill. And they travel to Pendle Hill, and she's already there. She's, like, getting the blood from the tree, because the blood is stored in the tree. Yeah, but there's the big fight up the... the yeah, and then they the start walking first. up the hill. Yeah. Um, through the forest Through the forest, there. through the forest that isn't there. And, like, dead people start crawling up from beneath them, and Hellboy w- wanders off. Yeah. And then... The the medium lady starts punching the dead people. Have we missed a bit here? No. We have. What bit have we missed? Merlin? That's later. Is That's it? after this. Mm. That's after this, yeah. Yeah, Merlin. <laughs> yeah. Again, out of context, this sounds insane, but she starts punching the dead people and their spirits like, go away. Yeah. Why are all the dead people raising anyway? Is it because Nimway's there? I can only assume. That makes no sense, though. I can't see it being coincidence. Yeah, it seems to just make no sense, though. Uh, But she she brings evil, doesn't she? Because all them monsters start... All them monsters are, like, crawling up the hill, the mountain. 
The mountain. Yeah. The, mount, the mountain at Pendle yeah. Hill. Pe- Pendle Mountain. The Hollywood Hill ain't no ain't no mountain. It's a hill. It takes about twenty minutes to get over that sucker. <laughs> it's, this is the end. Craig Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson. Take your panties off. Um Is he the Pontiac Bandit? He's the Pontiac Bandit, yeah. Yeah. Um Rosa, Rosa, Rosa. Here we go. Then Hellboy turns up and shoots Nimue in the face and her head like explodes. Half of her head explodes out. And there is one dangling eye. The dangling eye. The dangling yes. eye. You did find that amusing. That was hilarious because it's the same shot used out four times and it lasts for about 20 seconds yeah. of her just leaning forward going with a bug eye out. Like, like an old man's scrotum. <laughs> Come on, man. Hanging there. What are you doing? <laughs> you know about my run-ins with naked granddad. Come on, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't bring those images back in my head, please. <laughs> I never mentioned it. <laughs> uh, so the, like the eyes whirly there. Yeah. But the CGI in that. Terrible. And and he's like, oh, sorry, did I interrupt? <laughs> and then she like fixes her face and like starts choking him out. And like the spiral. I don't think you can just say she fixes her face. You've got to say what happens. I don't know what happens. It just it fixed itself. Oh, there you go. She, she fixes herself. She's self healing, isn't she? Because she's that evil. She's that powerful. Ugh. Um, and then she like does a circle portal, like a Thanos portal. Mm. Don't know how, but she does. Mm-hmm. And then people start walking through it, like the bad people start leaving. It's just the man bear pig leave, and she's like. You could stay. You could come with me and be my, be my king. And this is the best line in the movie. Hundred percent. No, no wonder it was in the trailer. He says, oh, "I know, I know, I know." And I, I really understand that we do belong together. But you know, I'm a Capricorn and you're nuts. <laughs> best line in the movie. Yeah. Okay. Genuinely funny. Genuinely funny. And then she like throws a stick at the medium lady, and she's like down on the ground like dying like. Uh, and then, oh, her sisters come, or her coven, whatever, that betrayed her 1,500 years ago, back, somehow still alive. Because the witches. Pfft, whatever. And, witches, Pendle Hill, come on. And she, like, one, one of them betrayed her, and she, like, starts twisting the other two, and they're, like, twisting about, and their arms are going in yeah, different they're directions. Yeah, they're distorted, aren't they? Just yeah. being tortured. It's pretty gross. It's pretty gross. And again, um, CGI, not good. Yeah, not good, not good. Um, then this this sole survivor of the sisters, the coven, whatever, says, "Oh, you need to find Merlin to fix her." And then suddenly he carries her all the way down to what looks like the White Cliffs of Dover. Carries who? The the dying lady, the, the medium. medium lady. Yeah, yeah. He carries ah, her. Yes, he does. He he carries her for a long time. Doesn't yeah, he? but it's like. From the centre of London to Dover. That's yeah, but from Pendle Hill. Where's Pendle Hill? Lancashire. Is it's it? near here. I thought... I th- what? I thought Pendle Hill was like near London. Pendle Hill's near Burnley. What? So he's carried it all the way down to the, like, the White Cliffs of Dover. Carried it all that way. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I was so amazed when it was on. and I didn't. I wondered why you, you weren't as on board with my disbelief as, as you should have been. Yeah, Pendle Hill's near Burnley. Wow. Yeah, no wonder they were going south. Yeah. 
Um, so then, yeah, then he carries her into this cave and uncovers Merlin. And Merlin's like, oh yeah, I can fix her. Boom, done. Fixed her. She's safe now. And yeah, then, but, uh, at the time, he opens the coffin and Merlin is... He's dead, isn't he? He's a skeleton. He's a skeleton and suddenly comes to life and all his skin reappears. Yeah. Then he comes out and saves her. Pulls out the arrow with all the goop attached to it. Yeah. And then... And then knocks them out. Knocks the other two out. The two terrible British people out. Yeah. So it's and just takes, him and Hellboy. Yeah. And then he says, like, listen, you're... In you're, a nutshell, you're the descendant of King Arthur. Yeah. Yeah. What was your reaction can't remember. Again, I think I've blocked it out. I'm just going to do a quick... What? <laughs> the most baffling thing I've ever seen in a cinema yeah. is when he said, Why? <laughs> what is happening? Oh, why yeah. is Hellboy King Arthur now? Why Why? Why are these two genres suddenly mixed? Smashed, smashed together. <laughs> Whose idea was this? Who wrote it's like mixing avocado with, I don't know, some form a, of... A well, dead avocado. Some, <laughs> Human child soup. Suntan cream. R-rated superhero meets, meets happy <laughs> King Arthur story. <laughs> Mix that So then... Yeah, King he's, Arthur, he's, he like, he's a descendant. He, no, he's, a, he's actually King Arthur. He's not even just a descendant, is it? He's he son. is King Arthur's son. Yeah. Then, yeah. like... <laughs> I can't remember how he's King Arthur's son. Who went, who went to hell? His wife went... His, his, his missus went to hell. His, his lady... His lady... His baby mama went to hell. No, it's a descendant. Because that, it was like a hundred years later. Because then she had sex with the devil and the, she got pregnant and then went to hell to have the baby and the baby was Hellboy. Not an original name for him, is it? Hellboy. Call him yeah, a Damien, wouldn't you? Spur of the moment thing. Yeah. He's a boy. He's from hell. <laughs> Let's call him Earth Baby. <laughs> then, um, then he like, Excalibur appears and he's like, you have to pull the sword from the stone. Yeah. And so he grabs it and realises that if he grabs it, then the apocalypse will happen. And he will bring the apocalypse. He will bring the apocalypse. But again, sorry, point of order. Why is the sword back in the stone? You said that. I thought it was just like for aesthetics. Because we'll get to that later. We'll get to the sword again later. But Arthur pulled the sword from the stone. The sword was put in the stone by Uther Pendragon, right? Right. Again, I know this. I've read this. I've studied the Arthurian legends. Uther Pendragon shoves the sword into the stone, right? And the legend says that only the true king of England can pull it out, okay? Arthur comes along, nobody knows who he is, he's been brought up by peasants, and boom, oh, look at that, he can pull the sword from the stone, okay? Yeah. Thereby showing he's the true descendant of Uther Pendragon and the rightful king of all England. Yes. Okay? That's the story. When Arthur is mortally wounded, not killed, mortally wounded... I think it's he gives the sword to Percival and tells him to throw it in the lake. Okay? He right. has to throw it in the lake. And the lady of the lake claims it. He throws it. Well, he doesn't first, and then he doesn't a second time. And the third time he goes, he throws the sword. The lady of the lake, her hand appears and grabs the sword, and it, and it disappears. And that's Excalibur gone. How is he back in the stone? I don't know. Well, 
get to the stone later on. So he decides not to touch it, and Merlin is like, oh no, you son of a gun, why have you done that? Now I'm going to die. Uh. And, just used, cr- and just and just decays. crumbles. Yeah, he's like, I used all my magic to bring that back. What are you doing? Come on, mate. Team player here. Kill her. Kill the woman. Kill, kill the blood lady. Then he dies. Then they wake up, the other two, the other two bad British people. Then they find out that Nimue set a plague. This was something you brought up. They said, <laughs> the news comes on and says like, there's a plague hitting London and we don't know where it's from. And you said, well, yeah, it's probably from the woman walking down the street, giving it to people. Yeah. Shooting it from her hands. <laughs> She's literally just walking down the street going, ha. Yeah. <laughs> and pe- it to people. people are disintegrating in front of her. Yeah, might be her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rough guess. Cheeky guesstimation. Yeah. <laughs> it's not happening anywhere else. It is happening near that woman who's throwing f- dead flies from her hand. And it said that, like, <laughs> said, like, it will conquer the world in 24 hours or in a day or something. Then she's got a massive man bear pig. She's got a massive man bear pig. <laughs> could it be? Could he be connected <laughs> to this? And he's a scouser. Well, bloody he's... typical. Yeah. <laughs> Why is the baddie a scouser? I don't know. Why so, couldn't he be a Geordie? Because <laughs> Geordies are so nice. Well, exactly. Well, <laughs> I, I think that's dis- uh, discrimination against scousers. Well, is a baddie. What accent could we go? Oh, it's got to be a scouser, hasn't it? Because <laughs> it's so wrong. Why couldn't he be a Yorkshireman? Or a jock? I don't know, man. I don't know what you want from me. Anyway. Harsh then, Glaswegian accent. So then they find out that the, the plague is happening. And they suddenly appear back in the centre of London. So they walk to the... Again, well, run it this time. Potentially run it. Potentially run, yeah. Yeah. Um, then they're back suddenly in, in London. And Nimway's a man-bear pig has cleaned house and killed everyone in the place. Um, and his dad is like, oh, he thinks his dad's dead. But she, the medium lady's like, oh, don't worry, I still sent him. He's alive. So then they go to St. Paul's Cathedral. I think it's St. Paul's. I'll check. I'll check. St. Paul's Cathedral. Uh, there, Hellboy battles an empowered man-bear pig. So this pig, this man-bear pig now is like ultimate yeah. form. Power levels 9,000 sort of thing. It's like uh, the thing out of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There's a rhino and a boar, isn't there? Yeah. I can't remember what they're called. Oh, what are they called? What are they called? What are they called? God, I was really into the Turtles when I was a kid as well. They'd think I'd know that. Shredder's two henchmen. Bebop and Rocksteady. Bebop and Rocksteady. There you go. I'm sure one of them was a man, man bear pig. Oh, I just got rid of it. One of them was a man bear pig. With a, with a with a mohawk. Yeah, a boar. Yeah. Well, it might have been interesting. I don't know. <laughs> Get out right now. <laughs> so him and Man Bear Pig have a fight, have a bit of a scrap a doodle do, have a scrappy do, and then the M11 agent. M11 agent. He um he like gets crushed by some rocks and he starts turning into something and you're like oh my god what? And it turns out earlier on he had a story that we forgot because it was so boring that he was like he was in Predator and the Predator scratched him and he survived and really. He's been possessed by some sort of were leopard. Probably the best way to describe it. Definitely leopardess. Yeah, and when I say he was in Predator, I mean like 
It was the plot of Predator. Yeah, like there's a lot of people in a jungle and they're being picked off one by one by something that they can't see. Yeah. And he even says it was a predator. It was a predator. Yeah. Any time. Wah, wah, wah. Okay. For those who can't see what Xander just did, <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> Tried to do an impression of the predator without his mask, just using his two forefingers. Oh, and his thumbs as well. Sorry, my apologies. Any time. My talented son. Uh, <laughs> so the cheetah now, boy. Oh, he's a cheetah now. Oh, leopard, Wear cheetah. Leopard. Wear cheetah. Where, you said wear, wear leopard. leopard. Fine, he's a leopard then. Wear the wear leopard. Wear yellow cat. Wear, wear, wear yellow cat. The wear yellow cat and Hellboy start fighting the man bear pig together. And I wrote this down because I thought it was interesting. Someone had to animate this. The cheetah has a weirdly toned butt. It's weird that you noticed that. Oh, it's in the face. It's in my face on the screen. You've got to notice it. Okay. But it's like someone had to sit down and animate each frame of that cheetah and thought, let's put some extra detail on the butt. This is like I said to you in Watchmen. Dr. Manhattan is naked for like a large portion of the movie. Someone had to animate his penis. Someone had to, because he's, he's not naked on set. So someone had to get the sway just right when he walks. Someone had to animate all of this, like... This is someone's job. Like in the Cats movie, there's apparently a butthole cut out there where all of the cats have buttholes. Someone had to animate a cat butthole for James Corden. There's the dream job. (laughs) That's what What have you been doing today, love? Well. (laughs) Career career day at school. My daddy's works in the movies. Do you want to know what James Corden had for lunch? Well, I know. Because I watched him eat it. I was going for the butthole thing. Uh, Do you think you can see food if you look up someone's butthole? It's not it's not how the body works, you know. It's not just a tube from your throat to your bum. Well that's not fun, is it? Well. Anyway. Um yeah, then the blood like the man bear pig is about to kill Hellboy and the Blood Queen's like, Oh no, don't do that. I don't need you anymore. I needed him like at the brink of death. So bye. And he, like she just kills him. She just shrinks him down and then he explodes. And then he explodes, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then Hellboy, she like, is like, she says, oh, you can be my king now because you can't say no. And he says, no. So she throws him through the floor and then underneath where he was, under the floor. Not, not ten feet away from yeah, him. Yeah, just so happens to be the skeleton of King Arthur. And Excalibur Excalibur. in the stone. Screenwriting, ladies and gentlemen, 101. Unbelievable. (laughs) Nobody's nobody's ever found the remains of King Arthur, and yet they were just ten feet under the the ground. If only they decided to dig up the floor at St. Paul's Cathedral. If only they realised... In the past 1,500 years. If only they'd realised that St. Paul's uh, uh, was built... mm, Many, many, many hundreds of years after King Arthur died. <laughs> and also, he's buried so shallow. So shallow. It's, like it's like through this table. Yeah, it's, it's like about three, three feet. Three, 
he's through about six inches of concrete. And he's in like this cave. Yeah. So it's, it's not like he's packed in. It's like an antechamber, isn't it? It's yeah, it is. It's a chamber. Yeah. Because he's on a throne. He's on a throne. So he's clearly King Arthur. He's got a crown on him. How else would you know? He's got a crown on he's him. He's got a crown on him and everything. <laughs> surprised he didn't have a name tag saying, yes, I am King Arthur. <laughs> I'm here to help. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah. They, so I mean, they built that room and then built a th- sort of a thousand years after, yeah. more than that, uh, built Saint Paul's above him. Yeah, and great. then maybe it's just a conspiracy. They're like, oh, we have no idea where King Arthur is. God, if only we could remember oh, where yeah. we put it. Let's maybe leave him underneath this huge memorial to him, which is Saint Paul's. Yeah, which is the idea of uh, the Pandorica in Doctor Who, because it's h- hidden under Stonehenge. Like, well, if you bury the most Dangerous thing in the universe. You want to know where you put it. So they built Stonehenge. That's that was the joke in that. I don't remember that. I do. I don't think I watched that. But okay, sure. Um. Anyway. But anyway. Then. And uh, again, apart from the fact that in 500, London was basically nothing but ruins. Yeah. Because the Romans had had left. And the ancient Britons thought it was um, haunted, so refused to live there, most of them. Okay, yeah, absolutely. It wasn't until sort of 750, 800 that they started getting really popular and became a port again, so... (sighs) Then... So many historical inaccuracies. (laughs) Then he's like, no, I'm still not going to be your king. Go away. I said no. This is like hashtag me too movement. Like, you know, I said no. My no means no. And she says, "Well, I'm gonna kill. Nice you. I'm gonna kill your dad." So then she kills his dad, and then he's like, "Ah, I'm so angry! I'm gonna do exactly what you want!" Ah, and takes the sword out of the stone, and like his horns grow, his horns grow, and he gets he's, that fire he's got crown. a fire crown. It looks really cool, badass, really cool look. Um, then out on the street, these like the roads open, and suddenly, like these demon creatures come out. And just kill everyone. Like that's like, where you get the split the bone tomahawk thing. Yeah, that's yeah, where you get it. There you go. These yeah, demons these apart, demons with actually pretty cool designs just kill people a for no bit, reason. Uh, Guillermo del Toro feel about the demons actually. Yeah. Like like one of them he just grabs someone and rips his face off. Yeah. I wanna take his face off. His face off. And this other one has, like, swords for feet, so he's just walking down the street and collecting people on his legs. Like, that's weird as hell. And this one can fly, this two can fly, and they, like, spread a... They, like, get a woman and, like, split her in half. That's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's so unnecessary. That's the thing. Sure, it looks cool for a, a metal music video. Mm-hmm. Again, a metal listener's wet dream. That's what the end of this movie is. What was with you with this? <laughs> it, was, it was my favourite thing that I wrote. Then, um, it was either that or Kooky. So then, she's like, oh, well, I love you now. Let's be together and rule the world. And he's like, Murr. and that other guy's ready to shoot him with the bullet. Do you remember the bullet from earlier? Because he remembers it and none of us do because this movie's so boring. We've forgotten about it. He's got the bullet. He's like, he has to open the gun to check that he's got it. It's a one-chambered gun. It's like a flare gun. So he put it in the gun earlier and kept it on him. 
Why would it have got? Why does he need to check it? The only reason he's checking it is to remind us. Oh yeah, this is the boy. It's gonna kill Hellboy. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Better remember what this is. Then the the medium lady runs down, grabs his dad, and then Spew, spews, spews him out. Spews him up. Yeah. And he's like, "Oh, you bloody idiot! What are you doing? Come on! You need to fight this woman." Yeah, he's a bit. He's a bit. It's a bit of a tough love situation that comes on now, isn't it? Yeah, he's, he's, not, he's not. He's not. Oh, oh, I'm your dad, and I love you. No, you shouldn't do that because you're a cub. He gives him it. He gives it him. Yeah, he's like, she's a yeah. What are you she's doing? A, she's a weirdo. What are you doing? What are you doing? She's gonna kill everyone. You mean that's not you? Come on, sort yourself out and give yourself a good talking to. Get a haircut, you hippie. Shave your own arms. I'm not doing it for you anymore. I'm dead. Go to heaven. Leave you alone. Probably go to hell. I'm just being spewed up out of <laughs> Young girl's mouth. Yeah. I'm having a bad day. I ain't got any legs. <laughs> just this dripping goo. That leads back into your friend's mouth. <laughs> what is my life become? It's going to get worse before it gets better. Anyway, she just cut her head off, mate. So then Hellboy cuts her head off, and all the and then she like there's a crack in the floor, and he throws her head down the crack back into hell. Into hell. And who knew well, St Paul's was built directly over hell? In it? How crazy! Wow. And then all these demons suddenly just fly back into, and like the cracks mend. Perfectly. There's no, 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 perfectly. No, no resemblance there. No, no scarring. No, no scarring at Amazing. all. Amazing. Not even, no, 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 not a popped hole in sight. Yeah, crazy. Should get those guys up here. Yeah, definitely. Be worth the death and destruction yeah. for clean roads. Just, just to get, if I could drive over Broad Lane without having to <laughs> swerve every ten yards. But yeah, council fix the roads. <laughs> Rochdale council. Uh, I've got you in my plot office. I'm good. God. <laughs> Otherwise, what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Then they all like, aha, well, you're all right now, aren't you, Hellboy? Aha, how fun was that? And it pans over London and, like, everyone's dead. Like, the, the city's on fire. There's smoke everywhere. Like, didn't we do good there? We did it, Hellboy. We all did it. Yeah, we're a good team. And then it cuts to six months later, where you think this movie might be over, but not yet, because it has one surprise for you. It has a good scene. <laughs> Applaud the good scene, Dad. Applaud I it. I don't remember the good scene. Applaud the good scene. If you tell me what the good scene was, I'll maybe... The applaud. final scene, where it says six months later and they're all in the gear and then they all have an action scene. All right, yeah. yeah. And they walk... I, see I mean, it was all right. It's a good scene. Like, they walk, scene. they walk into this purple room with, like, like nameless villains. It's a one-shot and the violence is stylized. And really good, like the camera is in front of some guy's yeah, head. It zooms out, and then it's behind some guy's head, and it sh- and he shoots him in the head. And you can see through the hole in the head. Great. Yeah, but before they go in, he's saying to the M11, and he says, "Come on, we need to uh, uh, gear up, so, yeah. change." And he says, "I can't just do it. I need to be emotional, upset." And he just turns around and belts him. Yeah, yeah. And then does it again, and does it twice, <laughs> and like, come on. See, he's good in this. A great scene at the end. Good chemistry between the cast. And then they they fight each they fight everyone, one shot like I said really good, and then they come across like Abe Sapien from the originals, and his hand is like all flipper like on the glass, and then it ends. And then it ends. And then there's two post credit scenes because this movie clearly thought it was gonna get a sequel. <laughs> what a world! So the first one is he's at his dad's like grave, 
and then the lobster turns up. The lobster turns Lobster up. Johnson turns up. And he's like, oh! Yeah. Not aged. Yeah, I don't know what he says. I was just... Not aged from the 40s. Yeah. Still in the same clothes. He must to be, stink. To be fair, though, he's a ghost. He, like, walks through all the graves. And Hellboy's like, whoa, what the hell? Yeah, he walks... He's, he mentions, like, oh, yeah, I'm dead. And then walks through all the graves. And he's like, whoa, what's going on? Right. That was, you know, mildly humorous, I guess. Yeah. And then the second post credit scene... Is just the evil dead woman talking to someone else about like oh if you kill oh, Hellboy I want his then eye. then you can I'll kill you because you want to die and there you go then it ends finally oh my god that was so long that was Hellboy 2019 Dad what did you think I felt it an insult to my backside that was forced to go numb and grow carbuncles during the uh, however long it was on for I think we've actually been we've been recording now an hour and a half no I mean. While and, I was forced to sit watching the film. And the movie was two hours. There you go. So we've been talking three quarters of the length of that movie. Um, I'll give you some facts about it as well. Just some some quick box office facts. It cost 50 million to make. Money well spent. Yeah. And it had double that for marketing. So 100 million really. That's the rule. Right. Um, it made worldwide 44.7 million. So that's less. Just isn't a bit, it? That's yeah. Less. Just a bit. Yeah. Big old stinkeroony. Um Rotten Tomatoes. Seventeen <laughs> percent. Seventeen on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got five point two on IMDB and thirty one percent on Metacritic. I'll check the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes as well, because that's apparently important. Um Apparently. Forty nine percent audience score, which is not good. Normally audiences are very forgiving. With an average rating of 3.68 out of 10, according to critics, which is not good. Pretty bad. Yeah. Out of 10, what would you give this? Two. Really? Mm. I'd give it, I'm giving it a three for its pure entertainment fact. I didn't even, I mean, you said that last scene. I didn't even think that was that good. It was, the the only redeeming feature was, was Hellboy himself. I'd give that single scene like a seven out of 10. But the rest of the film is a 1 out of 10. I'd raise it one step because of that final scene and another step because of David Harbour as Hellboy. Everything else is pure trash. It is. I'm still wondering where that river went. (laughs) It just just disappeared. They just don't care. They just don't care. It's incredible. The river, the bank, the bridge. Everything. Everything just disappeared. That mound of bodies that the Giants... The mound of bodies disappeared. Um, this may be potentially one of the worst movies I've ever seen in cinemas. I'm glad I didn't pair to go and see it. <laughs> I was on my own watching this in an empty cinema. Can you? I honestly, I had so much fun. I had so much fun sitting and watching. I almost gave it a positive review because of how much fun I had. Because it's so bad. Did you take a book to read while you were? No, I was giggling, giggling the whole time. But yeah, it's boring, it's bad, the acting is bad, the writing is bad, the cinematography is bland. There's nothing to it, apart from the last scene, which is actually really good. I'd say probably Google that last scene, the final scene. Google I, it. I mean, I'm not going and to. watch that. But... I, d- I did that with Gemini Man. Someone said that there's a really good scene um, where they're on the motorbikes in Gemini. You know that one where there's two Will Smiths? Right. And that's... And this, 
and I was watching the video online and they said, yeah, don't watch the movie. The movie's terrible. Watch this like 10 minute scene and really enjoy it. It's really good. So I watched that 10 minute scene and I was like, man, this is really good. Yeah, but the trouble is that makes you want to watch the rest of the movie because you could think, well, sure, the rest of the movie can't be that bad if they've got one, this, this one good scene. So then you sit and watch the entire movie and you my God, that's awful. Why did they do that? <laughs> I'd rather the entire film be awful than just have one good scene that people pointed to. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. That's Hellboy 2019. I don't want to talk about it anymore. No, it's so long and boring. It really was. It was terrible. But the podcast not over yet because as we're all in quarantine, 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 and lockdown in England anyway, and in most places, we figured we'd take this time to give you a decent amount of recommendations of things you can watch while you're at home, while you're with the family, or on your own, or whatever you're doing, don't do nothing. If you're going to do something, watch a movie, you know, or maybe do some exercise. That's what we've been doing. Yeah. Amazingly. Doing, doing housework. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> doing housework, doing, yeah, going running, stuff like that, going on walks in the evening. Yeah. Just just the one though, one bit of exercise a day. So we choose a run or a walk. We do that. Been quite fun. Mm. Um, I mean, I've been working as well. You've been working as well. I've been working as a as a manager on FIFA. Yeah. I, I got Wolves to the Champions League. Well done. Thank you. And it's FIFA 18, so it's like they were in the championship. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive. Um. Dad, we'll do it. One 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 on in. You mean alternate? Alternate, yeah. Hit me with a recommendation. Right, this is a series that I've just watched on Netflix. Um, there's seven episodes. It's one of the maddest things I've seen for a while. It's a documentary series. And it's called The Tiger King. Uh, madness, mayhem. mayhem and murder. Um, if you like your documentaries about Americans who are nuts... Uh, with more plot twists than uh, a decade worth of Coronation Street, uh, then watch The Tiger King. Um, and try and bear in mind that it's all true. This real life, you'll think it can't possibly be, but it is. Um, Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. <laughs> uh, I was attracted to it because I've got a bigger thing for tigers. I love tigers and big cats. So I thought it was just going to be a documentary about tigers and tigers living in zoos and exploitation of tigers and various things like that and the tigers are very very much a sideline in this aren't they, aren't they? they become a sideline very, very side quickly line. I, I, I started watching this at like 1am one night when I couldn't sleep and I watched two episodes I was like right okay I'm going to go to sleep now something happens at the end of the second episode I was like oh I'm awake now yeah. and watch two it's more that, episodes it's that last line at the end of the second episode isn't it yeah that I won't say um, but it's it's worth watching like I said the characters in it uh, and I say characters because they are characters. You have sympathy for some. Others, you can't believe they are real people, um, but they are. Uh, so, yes, that would be my recommendation. Tiger King, Madness, Mayhem and Murder. Whatever. Netflix. Yeah. Um, I think most of the country is on this, you know. So, like, most of the tweets I've seen in, on, like, trending about Tiger King, mm. it's everywhere. It's crazy. So yeah, check it out. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin. 
<laughs> that, that the guy who looks like he's out of the Wicker Man from earlier, the reference. He yeah. said, "Yeah, they look like they're out of the Wicker Man." They do when they wear them weird hats. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> Wicker Man. Um. All right, I'll do something else on Netflix for the whole family, and also for people who love a bit of a nostalgia trip, especially people my age. Uh, on Netflix, you know, you get all the DreamWorks movies now. They've uh, they've got Shrek on there, Kung Fu Panda, Hot Strange Dragon, stuff like that. But one has just been added recently that is a true gem, a masterpiece, some might say. I would say. Love this movie. Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Wet Rabbit. Don't turn your nose up at me. It is truly one of the best parody movies you'll see. Because it's, it's a horror parody. It's a parody of like a werewolf movie. But he's a he's a were rabbit. This movie is great. The animation is fantastic, it's flawless. Um, you know, originally DreamWorks, because DreamWorks like produced it, not produced it, distributed it. They wanted a bigger name to play Wallace, and Ardman were like, "Yeah, no, <laughs> obviously not." So they kept Peter Salas as Wallace. Cool. He does a great job, and as Hutch the rabbit. <laughs> Lovely cheese. <laughs> it does. It's great. Not even Wensleydale. Not even Wensleydale. The bouncer's gone for him. He's bungee. Um, the worst Peter Sellers. What? It is not. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think. <laughs> um, the plot's great. Of like him trying to, he's trying to eat healthy, and then accidentally melds his mind with a rabbit. Wild and wacky is what you want from Wallace and Gromit. But the action in this is what think I think puts it above some of the others. That there's a scene when Wallace goes down a tunnel to try and find something and he doesn't come back and then suddenly the were-rabbit appears and Gromit chases him, attaches something to him and chases him down and like gets dragged through all these gardens and there's some great imagery in there. Like he runs under some some woman's garden and into her greenhouse and she's got like turnips up there or something or carrots or whatever's blossoming and as they drive under it like they just get suctioned out by the wear of it and she's like outside screaming trying to open the paddle and she's like no it's, that's hilarious and like it's so intense as he's going through the tunnel great action in this movie as you wouldn't expect from a claymation movie took them five years to make this five years insane it was the first feature length one wasn't it yeah well chicken run oh chicken run okay five years before they started it straight after they finished that wow it's crazy crazy stuff um but yeah it's on netflix now if your kids haven't watched it what are you doing come on get your kids on balls and gromit it's good wholesome family fun and it's got some great humor i love the ardman humor it's just, it's bad humour. Like, it's it's Jesus. cheesy gags, but it's great. Love it. So charming. Walls and Gromit, Curse of the Wear Rabbit. Check it out on Netflix. Also, all the other Walls and Gromit stuff is on there, so check those out as well. They're a bit shorter. Hit me with another recommendation. Uh, it was a film watched a couple of weeks ago, or last week, called Knives Out. Yes. Which is... Only just come out on DVD. I think it was only at the cinema fairly recently. November. Uh, there you go. Uh, this is a classic murder mystery. Big house, uh, rich family. 
patriarch murdered or not, as the case may be. Um, I won't give anything away on this other than it's a really fun film. Uh, the cast is really good. Superb. It's uh, pretty strong. Uh, Chris Evans, uh, Christopher Plummer, Jamie Lee Curtis. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Uh, uh, Mike Don Johnson. Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Yeah. Uh, the so, 13 Reasons Why Girl. And Anna the kid Armas. from it. Uh, yeah, kid from it, Anna Day Armas. Plays, um, Stuttering Bill in the first eight movie. Um, so yeah, the cast is fantastic. Uh, and the acting is excellent. The plot is fantastic. You, you get really pulled into it. You really, there's yeah. a lot of emotional buying. Um, and there's, there's quite a lot of fun bits as well. And I mean, I think I figured it out who the baddie was. Uh, quite early on yeah um, and if you think about it when you're watching it it, it is quite obvious um, because it just doesn't fit there's one thing that happens and it just doesn't fit with the rest of, of what's going on um, however it's it's fun all the same and, and apparently now what you've said Daniel Craig his character is getting a next movie because yeah. Daniel Craig is the private detective who's brought in to investigate this apparent murder um, and he's going to get another um, movie on the back of this. So this yeah. might spawn a whole range of Agatha Christie-like um, yeah. murder mysteries, which would I'm be I'm really looking forward to this, especially if it's Ryan Johnson doing it again, who made this. Uh, he also made Looper. Looper's a cracking film, and polarisingly made The Last Jedi, the Star Wars film. Which is amazing, obviously. I really like it. Apart but, from oh, that oh, massive casino. Casino scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a cracky movie. The more I watch it, the more I like it. I've seen it about three, four times now. And every time I watch it, I'm just like, oh, you can have a biscuit, yes, Dad. Every time I watch it, I like it just a little bit more. So if you maybe didn't like it the first time, watch it again. Kooky! A kooky. A kooky. Insane. <laughs> I was going to save this for the zombie podcast, but I feel like that's not going to happen for a while. So I'll just do it now. I watched Wreck. This is a Spanish zombie film. It's found footage, one of the early uh, versions of it. And it's about this uh, news crew, just a reporter and a cameraman, who go to a fire station one night, just following them around for the night. And they get called to an apartment building where like they've like, someone's been screaming. And so they send the firemen, they go in, and then they get quarantined in there. Like, big sheets come down of plastic no one's allowed in no one's allowed out mm-hmm. and it's so terrifying it's gripping all the way through because i think it helps that it's in spanish i know that sounds ridiculous but the fact that you have no idea what's going on n- none of the characters know what's going on and it also helps that they're not speaking the same language because like it adds to the confusion of for the viewer um it's you know becomes a zombie film pretty soon after that like they go upstairs and one of the residences like got rabies or whatever an advanced type of rabies that's infecting everyone really quickly and like the one image i can never get out of my head since i first saw it it's the second time i watched it the one image i cannot get out of my head is when they're at the top of the stairs and this point towards the end of the movie everyone's infected and he shouts down to try and find someone and they've been bitten and he looked points the camera down and there is a zombie 
on like every single floor and they all pop their heads out and scream out ah and it's a horrifying picture it's a horrifying image mm. and i just haven't been able to get it out of my head since i watched it the first time and then since i watched it the second time i was like nope nope and the final scene is it feels a bit weird because the rest of it's quite a grounded zombie film and then it becomes like this weird demon film oh in the top of apartment in the top of apartment yeah um so that's a bit weird but it added to the terror for me. Like, the second time especially. I was on my own at night. I don't know why I decided to watch things on my own at night. But it's creepy as anything. And, uh, yeah, after that, to cleanse my palate, I watched Little Shop of Horrors and sang until about 2am. Mm. So, if you're going to watch a scary movie at night, watch a musical afterwards. So, Wreck, I don't know what it's on. I, I've got it on Blu-ray. But it should be hard to find online somewhere. Definitely check it out. Cracking movie. It is. Very good movie. Scary though. Very scary. It's very scary. And I'm not really into zombie movies. No, you're not, are you? But I liked that one. Hit me right. with another. Final one. Uh, a little bit of fun, this one. Um, another foreign film. Uh, is it in Finland? Is that in Finland, this? Or Iceland? Or is it Sweden? Norway. Norway. It's in Norway. I knew it was Scandinavian. Uh, this is Troll Hunter. Yeah. Um... Which, in some parts, is it, again, it, it's it's a documentary crew, isn't it? Following um, yeah. an apparent killer of bears, an apparent bear killer around, or trying to get an interview. And it turns out he's not a hunter of bears or a killer of bears. He's a troll hunter, um, and trolls exist. Uh, and the Norwegian government wants to keep it under wraps, so they send this guy out to kill them. And he's basically had enough, so he invites this film crew out with him, doesn't he? He says, right, we'll come along yeah. and we'll film it, but you do what I say, and then you can tell your story, and maybe I'll get a bit more help. Um, so, uh, in parts, really impressively short. The scenery is incredible. Yeah. Um, the trolls themselves, when you see them, I think they're quite fun. Yeah, they look a bit... They look silly, don't they? They look silly, yeah. yeah. It's um, meant to be like a light movie. It's yeah. not meant to be dark. No, it's not dark at all because there's yeah. some really funny bits. Yeah, there are. I mean, when the guy from the Norwegian government starts making bear tracks yeah. to, to cover up the fact that they've killed a troll. Yeah. that's It's ridiculous. Some parts of it are ridiculous, but it's really good. But it seems that's the thing, I think, that makes it seem real. Like, you can imagine... The government trying to hide this yeah. with like bear attacks. <laughs> yeah, it's um, so yeah. I won't I won't go too far into it because it's uh, there's not much more to it other than it's a guy who yeah. hunts trolls uh, and kills them and yeah, it's just a really good movie, really yeah. fun movie. It's not going to change your life, no. But it's it's, ent- it's entertaining to no yeah. end. And again, it's it's all subtitled. It's it's in Norwegian. Yeah, but uh, you can but get it dubbed. Apparently the. Um, the main guy is a Norwegian comedian. Yeah, you yeah, said that. yeah. I was I was on the IMDb trivia and said, yeah, a couple of the main cast members are actually comedians. Comedians, yeah. And you can tell, you can tell. Uh, so yeah, Troll Hunter, check it out. It's on Netflix. It's on it Netflix. is. Yes. 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 Um, it Netflix or Amazon? Netflix. Right. Um. Obviously, we'll just obvious thing to get out of the way. Disney Plus is here. So, everything you've ever wanted to watch that was Disney is now out on Disney Plus for like £6 a month. So, you know, if you've got kids, maybe watch Disney Plus, I guess. 
that's a overall recommendation for Disney Plus because we had the week trial. It was pretty solid, wasn't it? Pretty great stuff on that. It's all right. He's got issues with giving Disney money. <laughs> anyway, uh, then the head of an evil corporation. <laughs> uh huh. Hey, hey, Pluto. Where, where's Pluto gone? Anyone? That's a decent Mickey Mouse, and you know it. Don't, don't do this to me like my Kermit. Don't kill my dreams. I'm sorry, Mr. Moose. You can't divorce your wife because she's got buck teeth. I never said she had buck teeth. I said she was goofy. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> um, the last thing I'll recommend then is Amazon Prime have a really, really impressive collection American sitcoms. They have three huge American sitcoms that are perfect to binge watch during the quarantine. They have Seinfeld, all nine seasons, Parks and Recreation, all seven seasons, and The US Office, all nine seasons. So, like, I'm currently binge watching the off- the US Office. I'm like up to season five now. It's, you know what? I really love the UK office. I prefer the UK office. But the US office is a lot of fun. And I feel like if you can get over the prejudice of like, you don't have to choose a side, you can enjoy both. I think the US office is a lot of fun and it does become its own thing quite quickly. Like, the first season is very much trying to be the UK office. But the second season is like, no, we can't. We're we're American. We can't do this. We have to be nicer. Um, So... Yeah, the second season, from then on, it feels more American and, it's, you know, a bit more heartwarming. It's got more awe moments, you know. Um, so the US office, a lot of fun, easy to watch. Parks and Recreation, cracking show. Again, really sweet show. That is one of the most heartwarming shows you'll ever watch. Every episode is just like, oh, the guys are so adorable. You just want to rub all the cheeks. Great. And Seinfeld is one of my favourite TV shows of all time. So, yeah, all three of those, all on Amazon Prime at the moment. Perfect for a binge watch. Perfect for the quarantine. And you also started watching Daredevil with me. Watched two episodes of that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Did you like it? Alright. That's the wrong answer. Worth, worth persevering with? Yes. Yes, it is. You are correct. For Everyone. Telling tell me right, right there you go. I've watched loads of films. I could do recommendations all night, but we shouldn't because it's late. Because it's twenty past two and we've been here for four hours. <laughs> I had to bleep out so much, guys. No, um, yeah, there we go. That was the podcast. Boom, boom. Mic drop. We out. We out, suckers. Thank you so much for listening for all this time. Um, everyone stay safe stay at home stay quarantined until the government tells us that it's okay to come out because you know don't ruin it for ev- everyone else they've said that this might be over in a few weeks if we all just you know buckle down stay inside listen to podcasts like these and any others that are on tamesideradio.co.uk actually I think it's questmedianetwork.co.uk if you type me Tameside Radio it'll come up Dad, thank you so much. You have a you have a Twitter. Do you wanna do you wanna plug that? No, I don't anymore. You don't have Twitter. 
Oh yeah, you got rid of Twitter, didn't you? You have everything. I am. Well then. <laughs> well, I'm completely off the grid, <laughs> social media wise. Well, I'll make you. I'll, I'll make you a brew then. Cheers. I'll make you a brew to thank you. Um, if you want to get in touch with me or the show, uh, head on over to Facebook. Um, go to Tainside Radio's Facebook page. Send them a private message. Mention the words either Xander or Movie Podcast or all of the above, and it will get back to me. A message people like you know recommendations, episode ideas, anything you want, or just a compliment, or telling me that you hate me. Any interaction is good interaction. Also, if you want to follow me, if you want to message me privately, then you can follow my Instagram. That's at the real Xander LW. Thank you so much for listening, and um, we maybe we'll do another one if you want. If we find something else fun, sure. Over the quarantine, which I'm sure we will, because we've got this lovely microphone now. That, yeah. we, that we can just record whatever we want. It looks very phallic. <laughs> did Did you mean to say the word phallic then? Yes. <laughs> Look at it. Somebody's trying to uh, compensate for something. <laughs> See, you know that I'm going to leave all of this in. <laughs> it's all right. I think it's you who's trying to compensate. For I'm not. Come on, man. <laughs> right. Thanks a lot, everyone. And I will see you when I see you. Stay safe and wash your hands. That's what what I'm saying. Goodbye.